you have come to the place where you can learn to harness the power of intention, to create subconscious beliefs that serve you, and to gain insights that allow you to create a life personally and professionally that you desire. This is the place where you leverage your subconscious mind and design your destiny. Join me now, your host, Penny Chason. Hey, Penny Chason here, and I wanted to start out today's episode with a question. And that question being, what is it in your life that lights you up? What are you completely passionate about? And is that where your career is at this moment? Now, as I ask that, I'm not suggesting that if you have a passion, that you should own a business around that passion. If you had asked me 10 years ago, if I would have a business and be running an extremely successful business the way that I am, I would be like, oh, no, you know, I love giving anesthesia, like I'm going to do this till I'm ready to retire. And that was what I believed 10 years ago. And what I have found is that sometimes our careers in life provide us with the experiences, the insight, and the awareness that when we are presented with something in our lives that really lights us up and we choose to pursue that path, it has given us a unique perspective and a way of looking things so that even if there are 10,000 other people out there doing what we do, we bring something unique to the table. Now, not all of you, yes, I'm talking to you, listening to this podcast is necessarily going to have a business. Maybe you are in corporate somewhere, and that's okay. Maybe you are in healthcare somewhere, and that's okay. Your corporate position or your healthcare position or whatever it else there is that you do to bring income into your life, sometimes that is indeed your passion. You're doing it for someone else, but that is your passion. Or another option is that that position or that career affords you the ability to go out and serve outside of that arena to follow through on your passion. It doesn't matter how you do it. But when we serve with an open heart, we receive. Whether it's relationships, health, wealth, when we serve with an open heart, we are preparing ourselves to be open to receiving. Now, there is more to receiving than just service. And it's more than we can get into into this full episode. But I will just highlight one piece. You must be open to receiving. If people attempt to 
compensate you or give you gifts. Say you're doing this, it's something that you do on the side of corporate or other position that you hold. And people want to give their expression of gratitude in the way of gifts or service to you. If you're turning that down, then what you're doing is you're shutting off the flow of receiving. And I see that a lot, even within my own family. I see that with people that they're always giving to others. And then when someone wants to return that favor to them, they won't take it. And I don't understand that whole process. In the past, I had my own issue with receiving. And that was that when people would tell me thank you, when people would express gratitude, I would say something like, oh, I'm just doing what I do. Now I accept that expression of thanks with a, you know what, you're welcome. I'm glad I could help you. Or, you know what, I really appreciate that. And I will say thank you back to them. Anytime we shut off that flow of receiving, even if we're serving, it becomes more difficult to receive. Because you see, when we send this service out, whether we have a business and we're charging for our services or we're working for someone else and that facilitates our ability to have impact in other ways. If we shut down the flow of receiving, then it's going to impact us in ways that we didn't quite imagine. We can't dictate how we receive what it is that we wish to receive. This morning, I was scrolling through my Facebook, and a neighbor of mine is a minister. And within her Facebook feed, she had posted that he, meaning God, he doesn't mind if you ask, and then you ask again. When we put out into the universe through prayer, or setting our intention. We only need to ask once. That's what faith is. We only need to ask once. And then follow through using our will. Doing what it is that we do. Without any expectation of how, when, or exactly what it looks like when we receive. I once knew someone who told me a story. And this individual was a little irritated because they had co-signed a student loan for someone that they knew. And details not really relevant other than at some point the person was having difficulty making the student loan payments. And rather than calling my friend who was having this discussion with me and saying, hey, you know, I'm having a difficult time. Can you pick this up? She prayed about it, which is okay. I have no problem with prayer. I pray myself. 
However, when the second time that this happened, because it didn't happen just once, the second time that it happened, the person who co-signed, you know, cared about this person and thought, you know what, they must be having a really difficult time. And when the loan company called, said, you know what, I'll go ahead and just start making the payments. If she hasn't made the payment, call me and I'll, I'll make the payment over the phone. So three or four months later, when the person had the opportunity to make the loan payment and called the company to get caught up and found out that the person who co-signed the loan had been making the payments, this person that they co-signed for had gotten upset and told them, said, no, no, I didn't want you to pay that. I was going to find a way. And my friend was like, well, you know, this is my credit too. And I co-signed the loan. And the purpose of co-signing the loan was to say that if you couldn't take care of this, that I would do it. And the person that they co-signed the loan for said, but you don't understand, I've been praying for God to intervene. And so my response to my friend was, well, this person doesn't get to decide how God intervenes. God intervening was you paying for the loan, you know? So we don't get to decide sometimes how we receive what it is that we receive. But if we trust, if we are going out into the world and we are serving with an open heart and we're open to receiving, we will receive back. I wanted to take a quick moment to say thank you and that I truly appreciate your listening to the Design Your Destiny podcast. If you would please, head over to iTunes and leave me a positive podcast review if you feel that that's what that you would like to do. When we work together, we can reach even more people and spread the knowledge and wisdom that allows us to create the life, not only that we deserve, but that we truly desire. Now back to the podcast. Now, there's another component to receiving and that is the concept of Aini. Aini is the reciprocity of life. And basically, it is just a law of the universe, a law of philosophy. It's even biblical in that what we send out, we receive back. We reap what we sow. We are subject to our word, right? Aini is when we give simply for the sake of giving. Giving could be a service. It could be a monetary gift. It could be food. It could be just anything. It could be a piece of advice to someone struggling. When we give with zero expectation of anything in return, the universe will bring that back to us. And so many people hold back from giving because they believe that what they have to give is not that valuable. And the universe doesn't care how small or how big our conscious analytical mind is perceiving our gift to be. It's the act. It's the choice. It's the open heart of when you put this out, that allows this reciprocity to take place. 
Now, if you're sitting there and you're thinking to yourself, oh, Einie, this is cool. So if I go out and I give $5 and the universe doesn't care how much I give as long as I'm giving with an open heart, I may get $1,000 back. That's not going to (laughs) work. And the reason it's not going to work is because you're giving with the expectation of receiving. You see, when we serve others and we're having a fair exchange of energy, for example, I'm providing a service and my client pays me in exchange for that service. Or if I were to sell a product, the person pays me in exchange for the work, the development, the creation of that product and the delivery of that product. That is different from Aini. Some people would think of Aini as charity. So, for example, if there was a charitable organization that you wanted to give to and that's the way that you wanted to give and serve others, that's great. If you are someone who is web savvy and you're in Facebook groups and someone posts a question and they're struggling with a piece of tech or how to make something connect and you sit there and you spend five or ten minutes and you you know, leave a couple of messages on this post helping this person solve their issue, that's Einie. If you're in line at the supermarket behind someone and just on a whim, you're like to the person in front of you, you say to the cashier, no, 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 don't take their money. I've got this. And you pay for their groceries. That's Einie. If you go through the drive through And you pay for the ice cream of the person in the vehicle behind you. You know, you're a Dairy Queen and you're like, you know what? I want to pick up the tab of the person behind me also. That's Einie. To just give with an open heart without expectation of anything in return. All of these things work together to bring abundance into our life. So long as our focus is on the act of service. And our focus is on giving without expectation of receiving. It's all about having an open heart. It's all about our intent. So the next time that you find yourself, maybe you might be wondering what your purpose in life is. Maybe you might feel like you're stuck in the same old rut and you're looking to bring some meaning into your life or Maybe you're looking to just change things up a bit. Ask yourself, what is it that I have and how can I serve others? Because when you serve others from your heart, it's rewarding in a way that is very different from just going through the motions. I once had the privilege of knowing a resident physician and I won't say his name here, but he was at the end of his second year about to go into his third year, and I was a travel nurse in an ICU, and he was having a, we were all having a particularly stressful night, and, you know, he had mentioned something about, you know, he didn't think he was quite cut out to do what he was doing, and he didn't mean that he wasn't smart enough 
intelligent enough, intuitive enough to do it because he had all the characteristics of becoming a damn fine physician. He was very smart. But he went into medicine because it was kind of what was expected. And you see that a lot. He ended up leaving medicine, didn't return for his third year. And he decided it was more important to him to pursue his passion and to be happy than to be in a career that might pay well, but he was miserable. And that passion that he pursued was carpentry. And I won't get any more into the details. He was never a client or anything. I was a nurse at the time, but just because out of respect for him and not knowing how many people know his story, but pursued the passion of carpentry. And who can fault anyone for wanting to be happy? Not everyone in this life is going to be millionaires. Not everyone in this life is meant to own a business. Not everyone in this life is meant to be a doctor or a lawyer or an engineer or a researcher. We have a variety of people with passions and purposes and drives and things that they enjoy so that we can all enrich one another and lift each other up through our own special gifts. So if you're working for someone else and you're completely lit up and excited about what you do and you're passionate about it, beautiful. If it's something that you don't feel purpose, you don't feel passionate about it, is there somewhere in what you're doing that you can find that purpose and passion? Because it's one of the things that fulfills us as human beings is to be in touch with that. And if you don't know what that is, it's okay. That's okay. Sometimes it takes a while to figure it out. It sure as heck took me a while to figure it out. And many, many other people before me as well. I'll see you next time. Thanks for tuning in today. I would love it if you would head over to iTunes and leave a positive review about how this episode has helped you to improve your life. When you leave a positive review, it helps us to reach even more people, helping them to change their lives. And that positive energy and vibration of sharing comes back to you as we spread the message of how you can use the power of intention creating stronger subconscious beliefs in raising our vibration to create the life that we desire, the one that we're here to truly live so that we can fulfill our purpose in life. Once again, thanks for tuning in, and I'll see you next time.